Okay guys, I had something a little bit different today I wanted to share with you before our episode. I came across a newish podcast, just starting out like us, that I wanted to give a shout out to. It's called the Tenish Podcast. It's the number 10, open parentheses, I-S-H, close parentheses. Is that a pun? It might be. Just like, I don't know. <laughs> but I listened to one episode, got hooked, made Steve listen to an episode with me on the way to work, and I think he's a fan now too. Yeah, um, I've listened to it on the way to work a few times now. I think I've, I think I'm mostly caught up. Yep, you're more caught up than I am. <laughs> but why don't you tell everyone how it works? So basically, there's two guys on the show. One guy brings a list of the top ten, whatever it could be. Uh, presidents, it could be uh, horror movies, whatever. And then the other person doesn't know what the list is and they guess it throughout the show and they make some jokes and they have uh, fun facts and stuff. It's a lot of fun. It is. I've I've enjoyed it. So I decided to give you my top 10-ish reasons to listen. Are we stealing their show from them? For this, oh we are. For the To the Tenish podcast. for a little bit. Okay. All right. So, Steve, what are some reasons not to listen to Tenish? Okay. Um, if you've watched way too many YouTube top 10 videos and you are sick of it. Okay. <laughs> what else? Uh, if you hate any number uh, with one digit in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's valid. Uh, if you are a piece of shit. <laughs> all valid reasons not to listen to tennis okay. podcast but let's talk about some reasons to I'm listen killing this list. yeah it's to listen to tennis okay, podcast to what do you think my top my top 10 are um i'm gonna throw this out there why not that's actually number one on my list <laughs> boom killing it why not listen to tennis <laughs> podcast followed in a close second and third by nick and co-host brandon yeah, I mean, without them, they, it wouldn't really be a show. I didn't feel comfortable putting one above the other, so I put them in alphabetical order. Oh, okay, that's smart. But I announced them opposite. Okay, um, let's what see. What else? So we're, we're at... We're at three. One, two, three. Um, I'm going to say because one of them is older than the other one, and it's easy to connect with at least one of them, no matter how old you are. That's actually <laughs> number six. I just said specifically if you like... Two men with a 10-age ear gap. <laughs> How about um, since, like, you and me, they met at work? Yes. Is that on there? Yes, it is on there. Ah, fun fact. Okay, number four, which I'm guessing you won't guess, and it's one specific to me. I like it because if you are like me and speak almost exclusively in movie references, you will appreciate Brandon's humor. Oh, okay, yeah. That's like our boss, too. Yeah. We should tell him to listen. Yeah. Sean, listen. <laughs> All right. You're missing number five. Um, why should you listen to a podcast? Because you are driving. No, I meant specific to theirs. Oh. Uh, number five is actually they use uh, terrible, terrible stock images of children yes. and other things on their Instagram. And being in the graphic design world, we love yes, shitty stock I images. I love that they don't take out the watermarks. Keep it up, guys. We love it. <laughs> All right. Number eight. Uh, they did a commercial swap with us. Hey. hey. And uh, thanks, guys. And number nine, they're a new podcast. We want to support each other. I'm just going to throw out there. I listened to like 10 new podcasts in the last three weeks to try them out. 
And the Tennis Podcast is the only one that I listened to a second and third episode of. So it's good hard job, to guys. It's a new podcast. We don't know what we're doing. I feel like we won't know what we're doing until we're at least episode 45. Or we quit. Either way, <laughs> check Tennis Podcast out. Rate them, review them, rate us, review us. Let's get to our meets. Ooh, yeah, let's get to our show. We got the meets. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Oh, a potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello, and welcome to the Clear History Podcast. A podcast where we go on the internet, find some weird stuff, and uh, talk about it. I'm your old pal Steve, with me as always is... Uh, hi, hands, Megan. And today, all you get is the two of us, and all you get is... Just the two of us. And all you get is one story. We're going to talk about the Ouija board. I believe it's Wedgie. The Wedgie board. <laughs> Ouija. I, okay, so I really want to get a Ouija board. I've never had a Ouija board. I really want to get one, and I want to play with one. And I say no, because when I was... I went to Catholic school, and there was... I think it came up more than you think it should come up, talking about how we shouldn't play with your dick Ouija boards oh. and that they summon demons and all this stuff and that they're very scary and you should never touch one. I think they look like good fun and it could be a fun date night. There are a lot of scary stories and scary movies surrounded by it. Today we're going to talk about some of them. And, but to start off, we're going to do a little bit of a history lesson. Of Ouija boards? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got kind of an interesting past. I mean, I kind of looked up some stuff about Ouija boards because I was like, who, uh, who, who came up with this and why, right? Why did these come about? And it's actually, you know, an American thing. Um so to understand Ouija boards, we have to look back at like later half of the 19th century, post-Civil War, um, people were super into spiritualism, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, the average lifespan was less than 50. People didn't have shit. People were dying during birth. People weren't coming home from wars. It's a lot of what, you know, questionability and all that. Um, so there were a lot of spiritual things going on. People believed in spirits. People believed in... They held seances. They did the whole uh, tap once for this answer, tap two for this answer, and all that. Yeah, it was like a really weird uh, spiritual time. Um, I think even like... This was like when Houdini was going around freaking out, and he would try to hire people to do seances with and then he'd be like you're a fraud and then yeah to, well, there's people like so they've got all the spirituals and stuff going on so that, of course there are going to be people who capitalize on it right claiming to be psychics claiming to be able to communicate with the dead and all of that so you have people who are very spiritualistic but i guess i wanted to point out that it wasn't like you know now i brought up ouija boards and see i was like we should go get a ouija board and he immediately was like no demons not in the house not allowed to do this in the house where we sleep well yeah we just were talking about it i was like well okay maybe we can get one but and go not, to someone else's we're house we're gonna, gonna go to garrett's house. house specifically garrett he said go to your house yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk to phil collins <laughs> <laughs> no. Does that have to be dead? I don't think so. No, I don't we'll know. wait till he dies. Until we'll summon him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the, like spiritualism and communicating with the dead wasn't weird. It wasn't scary. It was 
it was uh, considered common. That was a pastime, I guess. And I was born in the wrong time frame. Yeah, it was trending. So anyways, these talking boards came about because they would they would do a lot of like, oh, talking to the spirits. And they would like go through the alphabet and be like, A, wait for a knock. B, wait for a knock. And that's really kind of boring, right? So these talking boards were invented. Invented to... Wait, who's knocking? Yeah, like they would do this ghost thing. Like they would like go to the wall and they'd be like, knock for A. And try to like spell out. Oh, man, I thought the Ouija board was taking forever anyways. No, this is like expediting it. So, yeah. <laughs> so the first like record of a not Ouija brand board, but a talking board that was in like reported in the news was, I believe, in 1886. They reported about some talking board in Ohio. Um, it was like 18 by 20 inches. It had the alphabet numbers yes, no, good evening, and good night on it. So good evening and good night. Yeah, also on it too. So that was kind of the first board that was reported on. That was in 1886, and re- like not long after that, in 1890, a man named Charles Kennard, who was from like Baltimore, got some other investors. One was Elijah Bond. He was an attorney. Colonel Washington Bowie. I don't know that it matters. Whatever. They started a company called the Kennard Novelty Company. Um, and to exclusive, exclusively make and market these talking boards. Because they were like these, like, basically talking boards that people were making in their own homes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, none of the people that, the men that founded this company were that spiritual. But they were like, business opportunity. We're going to make some scrint off these people who are spiritual. Yeah. Okay, so they actually say that, okay, so some people believe that Ouija is like, we which is French for yes, and ya, which is German for yes. Looks like we, yeah, that's not true. I read that um, the founders had like a meeting where they were asking the board questions, like they were playing the game or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they asked the board what it should be called and that the board replied with Ouija, O-U-I-J-A. And when they asked the Ouija board, the board, why it should be called that, so the next question was why, um, it replied back with good luck. <laughs> so okay. I don't know. It's kind of spooks, right? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. But anyway, so this was in 1890. They founded it. They founded the company, all of that. In 1891, they actually went for a patent in Washington. They wanted a patent on their board. And the patent officer, it was like a chief patent officer, said that I will grant you a patent patent is that how you say that patent yeah i will grant you a patent if you can prove to me that it works so i want you to spell out my name and they had never met the man before mm-hmm. and it supposedly it spelled out the man's first and last name whoa and he was just like well you got some spooky witchy shit here i'm gonna go ahead and grant you this permit wow or patent excuse me yeah. but um you know, one of the investors was a patent lawyer, so maybe he had at some point learned this man's name. I don't know. You know, whatever. Mm. They gave him a patent for the talking board. So they started this company. Okay. They were appealing. You know, it was like a mystical item. It was supposed to be a, a family game. Yeah. Ultimately, though, the founders were more interested in the fact that they were going to make money off of it, which they did. By 1892, they had gone from one factory in Baltimore... To two in Baltimore, two in New York, and two in Chicago, and one in London. Whoa. Yeah. 
Um, so by 1893, actually, Kennard and Bond, which were the main starters of it, were out. They actually got out of the, the company. They got out of the business. I don't really know why. I didn't really say much. But it, other people ended up taking over eventually. Mm-hmm. And, like, as we all know, it eventually um, was bought by Parker Brothers and then has acquired by Hasbro and all mm-hmm. that. So now it's owned by Hasbro. Hasbro's like I think they even came out with a movie. I don't know if it was Hasbro sanctioned, but they own the rights to it. I'm sure it had to be at some on some level. But it's been featured in a lot of pop culture. Did you hear that the guy, one of the founders guys, uh, fell off the roof of his factory and died? Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. It's kind of spooky, spooky. And so the guy that fell off the roof of the factory and died, I believe, I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. But um, he said that the Ouija board told him to build that specific factory when he asked it. So I don't know. Kind of creepy See, past. See, that's why I don't want to get one. They say though, I mean, like it was, it was, it was. They say they they probably sold more than Monopoly at the time. Like people, it was more. Like Norman Rockwell even painted. There was a famous Norman Rockwell painting of a, a couple playing with a Ouija board. Wow. So I mean, like this wasn't just like you know, a one-off pet rock thing that lasted 10 years. This is still something that they sell today. Like, I was looking at buying Ouija boards, and they had, like, now they have, you know, like, Stranger Things Ouija boards and yeah. all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's definitely been commercialized and all that. But, um, yeah, it's been a regular part of American culture. It's kind of crazy. I didn't realize how many had sold and how many they continue to sell. Um, I've always wanted one. I don't have one. And we're not going to get one. But also, like, there were, just real quick here, there were, like, quite a lot of, there have been, like, a lot of crimes that people have been, like, accredited to Ouija boards. Who have said, like, the Ouija board told me to do it. Which, (laughs) it's no different than be saying, like, God told me to do it. But also artists, there have been some artists who wrote poetry and books, and, uh, gosh, that one guy won a Pulitzer Prize for his poetry and he he gave his credit to the ouija board really yeah Mer- merrill i think his name when I, I remember learning about that in college but Weird. it's kind of crazy so yeah it's got an interesting uh past so i have a lot of user submitted stories uh, a couple articles that i found and i'm gonna read one and then i'll have megan read one and we'll go back and forth i got 13 holy crap this is just to solidify the position of no Ouija boards. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. All right. When I was a kid, I played with a Ouija board with my friends. Everyone except me believed in spirits, so I kept asking the board to do more physical things, like tap my shoulder. The piece never. So Dirk. The piece never moved, but suddenly my back started to sting. There were three handprints on my back, and they were red. And puffy, like I'd been slapped. Years ago, my mom and her friends were playing, and the board spelled out pregnant. They were all shaking as it proceeded to spell out my mom's name. And that's how she found out she was pregnant with me through a damn Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> some of these are scary, and some of them are just kind of funny. He's confused why his mom's name was pregnant. <laughs> Pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's an old German name. Pregnant. 
My husband and I were in the Navy together in 2011. There were security cameras in every corner of our building, with one computer holding all the footage. One night, we sat down right in view of a camera to play with the board. After, after 30 minutes and getting a few questions answered, we went to see if there was any activity happening around us on the cameras. The footage showed us sitting down with the board, and then the 30 minutes of use were completely gone. The next image was us removing our hands from the planchette and, never, and getting up to leave. No other camera in the building had lost any footage for that time period. Ooh. See, this is why I want to partake. It's creepy. My great uncle had passed away, and I didn't make it to the funeral because of a school commitment. I never mentioned his death to my friends because he was 98 and we were never that close. About a week later, my friends and I started talking to the board, and one friend asked if it knew anyone in the room. It spelled my name. They asked how old it was, and it said 98. Then they asked its name, and it spelled out Oliver, his name. I started to cry. The board then spelled out, missed you, then went straight to goodbye. I haven't touched one since. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Yeah, you shouldn't be such a shitty grandchild and go see your grandparent once or twice before you die. Yeah. I don't know. That's shitty of me to say. Well, yeah. You should, uh, I mean, he said that he wasn't really close with his grandpa, so maybe you missed him even before he died. Mm. My first mistake was insulting it. My friend had mentioned that she had one, so he asked her, I'm having one. <laughs> having one no, okay sorry my friend had mentioned that she had had one so <laughs> i <laughs> so i asked her to pull the board out i asked her to pull it out so i could Jesus, check it I'm out having one. pull can it you out please so i could pull check it out Jeez, wording here at first she said no but then agreed to do it as long as she didn't have to participate after she had the board set up i asked is there anyone here nothing so, being a dumb teenager, I said, if anything is in here and not talking, you're a coward. Fast forward about a week later and have me sleeping upstairs on my couch. I wake up on a stereotypical stormy night. Thunder and lightning, wind, rain. Yeah, we got it. We got it. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> reading this. <laughs> about the author. It was raining on a stormy, rainy storm night. <laughs> There were thunders. It was dark. (laughs) I look around to see why I woke up and I couldn't see a thing and decided to fall back asleep. After laying there for about 30 seconds, I hear from downstairs, Get the boy! In a very raspy, wispy voice. I open my eyes and listen. Nothing. Start to go back to sleep. Get the boy! It was much louder this time. Then my downstairs door slammed shut. I freaked the fuck out because nobody (laughs) slept down there and we had no drafts. I have a terrifying story about a Anne Ouija. They said Anne Ouija board. It's a Ouija board. I... Okay. It starts with a vowel, so it's confusing for people. (sighs) I have a... I have a terrifying story about a Ouija board. 
I got a call from my cousin who said that he, his brother, his dad, and his best friend were using a Ouija in their basement. Prior to starting, they took a large porcelain doll out of the room because it was creepy and placed it in an adjacent room face down on a pile of towels. Mm -hmm. My cousin took a short break because the board was just spouting nonsense and he went to take a shit. (laughs) His dad and and brother and friend started asking the board questions without him. One of the questions was, who was in the other room? It just started spouting random numbers, and when my cousin came back into the room, his brother said that it wasn't working, that they were going to put it away, and he showed him the answer to the last question. He asked, and he said, dude, that's my social security number? Then they started to talk to whatever started spewing answers out. It told my cousin he would die in the Air Force. At this point, they tell the entity they are communicating with to prove itself, it then spelled out the word, the word doll, and they were like, WTF. They opened the door to check on the porcelain doll they had laid in the other room, and when they opened the door, the doll was standing up right in front of the door, staring at them. Everyone freaked and ran out of the house. His best friend burned the Ouija board, and I think he temporar- temporarily went nuts for a few months. My cousin, for some reason, then joined the Air Force and is on a base in Europe now. What? That's stupid. Also, you don't just burn Ouija boards. There's a certain way you have to get rid of them. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Apparently, you can hear them screaming if you burn it. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't like that one. See? Because it had dolls. And you you know how I feel about those things? Mm -hmm. When my kids were little, they had this doll that was like, two and a half feet tall and had these creepy eyes and they would leave it in like the high chair and so I'd get up in the middle of the night and it would just the light would reflect right on this doll's face and it would just look like this happy little child sitting in the high chair I threw it away I'm sorry to my kids if they ever listen to this but I threw that doll away that's what happened to it (laughs) (laughs) creepy my mom was my mom has warned me against using them due to her own experience. She used one at a friend's house when she was young. Nothing of consequence happened during the use of the board, yet she noted that whatever ghosts they were chatting with seemed to be violent and have it in for her. She shrugged it off and left in her car. On the way home, she hit a gruesome and gruesomely killed a horse which appeared out of nowhere, running at her car in the middle of a city in the afternoon. What? How does a ghost violently chat with, violently chat with you? Um, it was, they were chatting, seemed to be violent. I know, are they saying like it was jerking their hands around the Ouija board or? Oh, I was being a dick. Or is it just like, fuck you, you fucking fuck between every word? Yeah, because that's how you know it's a criminal. It curses a lot. (laughs) Alright. My great aunt has never married. And when I asked why, my dad told me the story. Apparently, when she was 16, she had a pretty serious boyfriend. When she used a board, she asked if they would get married. And it said no. She asked if they would break up. No. Asked if one of them would die. And it said yes. 
and when she asked which one of them, it said goodbye. A week later, he was in a wood chipper accident at the mill where he worked. <sighs> oh, God. That's just like Deadpool 2 when... Oh, wood chippers. No. Not good. Isn't that in Fargo, too? But, like... Okay, so is the Ouija... See, I don't see it as evil. The Ouija board's not causing him to be in a wood chipper. It's just being like, dude, your boyfriend's gonna die in a wood chipper. Why wouldn't it... you know. Well, if it knew, then wouldn't it... If it was nice, it would tell him... So it's quite... Do you believe that it's just, like, kind of like... Be wary of the the wood chipper. Well, maybe it's just, like, a clairvoyant thing. It's just... Why do demons know the future, though? Demons don't know the future. What demon knows the future? I don't know. We've heard it time and time again. You're assuming that the opposite end of the Ouija board is a demon. Oh, well, what is it? What if it's just like a friendly ghost? Okay, whatever. Friendly ghosts know the future? I don't know. I don't know. About two or three years ago, my friend brought her Ouija board to my house so we could play with it. The first few times it was used, I just watched while some of my other friends used it. Then I decided I would join in on it. We asked if there was a spirit present, and it went to yes. We asked it its name, and instead of just going to the letters to spell it out, it started going to random letters, not making out any specific word. I asked for its name again, and it spelled out B-I-T-C-H. Bitch. I started freaking out, and then it spelled C-U-N-T. Kunt? And then went right back to random letters again. I freaked out and left the room after that. Whatever it was, it was either just really mean or something other than a spirit. Probably, <laughs> probably never using one after that. <laughs> they she don't appreciate the negative language. That's just her friend, like, getting her real feelings out. <laughs> Bitch gun. Like, it was scary. I didn't like those words. Perfect story. 100% true. About 15 years ago, my sister had some friends over one night. They were in the basement watching some scary movie. They had a Ouija board. They started cussing at it and calling it shit and fucking fake. It stopped responding, so they began watching the movie again. All of a sudden, all of the lights and electricity goes out. They start screaming. Then the TV comes on, all static, and it's blaring noise. They were yelling and crying. Then the TV shuts off and comes back on to just a black screen. The words, this is not a game anymore, scroll across the screen in all white. After the TV shuts off and they are in complete darkness, they run out of the house. Afterwards, they go back to the house and our dog hid. And when they found it, all it did was bark and look very angry at them insane well i'm sure the dog was just pissed off that they all ran out of the house screaming in the middle of the night he was like oh i'm trying to sleep bark 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 <laughs> Maybe but the whole tv thing's kind of creepy it's bucarino involved yeah i never like none of my friends had ouija boards or if they did they didn't bring them out yeah we were too busy like making up dance sequences to <laughs> music I don't... I was just stupid you did what now no, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm saying I wish my friends had Ouija boards. I wish I had cooler friends growing up. Sorry. Here's the last one. My girlfriend told me this story about an experience she had with a Ouija board while in high school sometime in 1986. She had a bitch. <laughs> she, 
She had a friend named Johnny who was suffering from CF or some other debilitating illness who had recently been hospitalized as a result. Both she and her friend, Shelley, visited Johnny regularly in hopes of keeping the spirits up for a quick recovery. One night after visiting Johnny, they were at Shelley's when they decided to chart a Ouija board. After a while, they started communicating with the spirit, who seemed to know a lot about them, that it really shouldn't. After some banal questions about boys and general questions one would expect teenage girls to ask, my girlfriend decided to ask about Johnny and his condition. The board quickly spelled out 24 June 1987. Johnny won't have to worry anymore, and then went to goodbye. My girlfriend and Shelley were so convinced the board was giving them a date for recovery that they actually wrote the message down and sealed it in an envelope. The following year, on June 24th, it turned out that Johnny indeed no longer needed to worry about his condition. That was the day of his death. No, I don't like that one. Mm. I just don't feel like it's evil. Like, nothing of that was evil. What was evil of all those stories? What was really that evil? Other than, like, me, your friend's gonna die in a year there, pal. Yeah, I don't know. Not for that one, but... Like, I don't think giving any, like, foreboding information is necessarily evil. Like moving spooky dolls and scaring people. Okay, the spooky dolls one was a little creepers, but like I feel like the doll could have been the scary creepy doll could have been independent of the Ouija board, <laughs> and the Ouija board's just like, dude, bros, doll, fuck. Who was phone? Who was? Phone? <laughs> no, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Or like, you know, a lot of this I think is just people play with them and then they prank their friends. Yeah. And they're like, ha ha, I'm gonna... Got him. Yeah. Would you prank... What was that? There's a spooky ghost right now. Okay. Something in the fireplace. Yeah. Eh. Okay, but if we were to get a Ouija board, like, let's just say that I put it on the Christmas list and we got a Ouija board, and you and I played a Ouija board game, I don't think it's really a game, but you and I did that, whatever, uh, would you prank me? I don't know. I would, yeah, I would definitely. Try you to would prank, prank you. me. I definitely try to move. See, the thing. I would try to be honest and just like let the spirit flow in my fingers or through. That's through. what you say now. Yeah. No. I would, be I would, spooky. I wouldn't prank you. I don't, I just am excited. I want to get one. You used to be able to get one when they first came out for like a dollar fifty. Well, that was of that time. Yeah. Money. I think you can go get one at like Walmart. I think we were supposed to go get one one time. And then I was like, no, let's not. Ah. I think it was also just like, ew, it's $20. Screw that. I could probably find one cheaper. Yeah. Somewhere. I like, I just want to get one. Like on Amazon or something. I want like a spooky, spooky one though. I like it. I don't know. I saw this place that makes custom ones. They're like sexy ones, but look like like some of them were like sex position Ouija boards, which I thought was really weird. Is that Karma Sutra Ouija yeah. board? But then there's also this one that was like this half naked chick, and then the Ouija stuff was like all over her body, but she looked dead, and I was like, this is gross. <laughs> Having sex with ghosts now? <laughs> sexy ghosts. Mm-mm. Yeah, anyways, we need to get a Ouija board. 
Like, it's a perfect Christmas present. We'll, like, bring the Christmas spirit together. Yeah, ask him, like, hey, Santa Claus, are you alive? And he'll say, yes. <laughs> All right, well, if we do get one, there are some main rules to follow. Wait, there's rules? One, never play alone. Two, never talk about God when using it. I wouldn't talk about God anyways. This would make the demons mad, it says. So, so, okay, but this is based on the like the assumption that it's demons. How do you know? How this do you... is this is just stuff that I'm, I'm retelling that I found. Relaying. Okay. Yeah, this isn't. I don't know. Three. Never ask it when you're going to die. Four. Never burn the board. If you, they say if you do, it will scream. And once you hear the scream, you have thirty six hours to live. Okay. I. The, the correct know, way heard. is to break it into seven pieces and and sprinkle it with holy water. Okay, so Voldemort style, make seven horcruxes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do you even get holy water? Who, like, who... Oh, you just go get it from church. What, what makes it holy? The priest blesses it. Like, well, well, like, when you go to Catholic church, you go and you dip your finger in the thing and you go... You make a sign of a cross. So you just go, just go steal some from church, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't seem very holy if you're thiefing it. The water is not the one doing the crime. I don't know. I don't really believe in that stuff, though. So. And then five. Always say goodbye before putting it away. Like bye. There's well, you go to the goodbye mark on the board. Um, no. Apparently, you don't. if you don't, if you like, we're speaking with a. Uh, Malevolent spirit. It'll stay with you. It, it'll stay around because you never. <gasps> we could get. Goodbye. We could get a ghost. We could get a ghost friend at the house. We could get a nice ghost, maybe not a mean one. I want a ghost friend. We're not gonna do it at the house. So, um, should I talk about how it works? Yeah, a little bit. We should. We could talk about how they. I just want to get one. So the theory of how it works is, uh, uh, I, 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 I did motor. <laughs> It's ideometer, 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 ideometer effect. Ideometer, I think, is how you say it. Which, uh, so the ideometer effect causes small unconscious motor movements because of the person's expectations, preconceptions, or suggestibility. Well, it's basically it's it's your subconscious self making those decisions without you necessarily realizing that you're moving your hands. Mm-hmm. It's the person is not aware that they are causing right. the movements. Therefore, they attribute this movement to an external force or power or spooky demon. So a lot of times, though, like if when you're with a group of people doing it, everyone will blame everybody else, right? Because they're just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You're you, doing it. Sure. You're okay, so you have instances where people are pranking each other. But you also have instances where people are still coming up with, with responses and they honestly believe that they did not influence those responses. Mm-hmm. That's where that ideometer, ideometer effect, I don't know how to say it, comes Turn into word. play. Yeah. Um, I read a couple studies, too, because I get into the science-y, nerdy stuff a little bit on that end. There's, um, it's like the, there's a British uh, center that has been doing some study, has done some studies on the Ouija board, and how it affects subconscious. And, like, they said that, they asked people certain questions, like just kind of trivia questions, without the use of a Ouija board, and they were correct like 50% of the time. 
Okay, pretty pretty standard. They made a, a whole like standard. They asked all these people. The average was fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Then they asked those same people, not the same people. They asked the yeah the same people. Then they killed similar, those people. Contacted killed, them yes. with the widget. No. no, they asked them <laughs> the same people a similar line of questions. I don't know how they determine those questions, but whatever. Um, with the Ouija board, and they were. Instead of being right 50% of the time, they were actually correct 65% of the time. Really? Because their intuition and subconscious... Is opened. Is opened. And they answer those questions without thinking that they're... The, when you when you give up that, when you relinquish that, I'm the one in control of giving this answer, and you could say, oh, the ghost made me say it. They answer the questions more correctly. Hmm. What I thought was really interesting. They did a similar... So it's lack of personal responsibility. Or right. And they also did a similar study where they um, took, that no, wasn't similar, but they took two people in a room, and one of them was like a partner of theirs, okay, so this person knew about it. So they had two people in a room answering questions with the Ouija board, and at one point they had the, the person they were testing blindfolded, and they had the person, the other person silently lift their fingers off of the, whatever it's called, pench, planch, planchette, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people would complain that the other person was moving their hands. Oh, yeah. But there was nobody touching their hands. It's pretty interesting. You, that's how you, um, you test to see if it's actually... Um, if, A spooky ghost? No, if they're actually doing it or not, like subconsciously. Right. Is if, the, if you blindfold them. Yeah, blindfold them, and then they would actually have the... You know, but they... they blind tested with robots and then they decided to bring in people to do it and they would it's pretty interesting the fact that people would still think that somebody else was moving their hands when nobody was even touching the thing well they're not consciously moving it so i mean it makes sense i mean the other thing is that once they believe something once a belief is formed and then reinforced at least once it's really hard for the believer to give up that belief yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, that's, like the, for me, like the fascination with it is, I I would just want to kind of experience that, and also I feel like you would prank me. And you would just <laughs> spell like wiener over and over. Maybe. Check this out. Actually, I have one more story that I want to oh, no. share. Okay. We all asked it a question that only one person asking would know the answer to. It would answer the question. One question that somebody asked was, what is the name of the boat I went on a cruise on when I was six? And it knew the right answer. Mm. We played with this thing forever. We had cold spot experiences, and we placed a candle where the cold spot was, and the candle would burn sideways, not straight up and down. Where? One night, we all asked it how long we had to live, and this is where it gets scary. Everybody asked... And they had 50 to 60 plus years left. I go ask and it says 10. I ask 10 years. And it says days. I pretty much shit a brick at this point. (laughs) It said I was going to be killed in a car accident by a girl named Emma. Jesus, that's specific. We would ask it three days later and it would say I had seven days left. Ask it two days later and it would say I'd have five days left. And so on. I'm freaking out at this point. Carrying a Bible in my pocket and wearing a big cross. I finally tell my dad and he doesn't believe me. So I made one out of a piece of paper and used a CD to show him. (laughs) It worked and he flipped out 
and told me that I didn't have to go to school the day I was supposed to die. <laughs> what a good dad. I didn't go to school. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. So he... So is it because he didn't go to school on his way to school he's going to get hit by Emma? And maybe he avoided it by changing... Or maybe it's all just bullshit and he got out of a day of school because his dad was like, oh no, the Ouija board might be right. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. as a parent, if my kid was like, the Ouija board told me I'm going to die tomorrow. And then they did the Ouija board with me and I said they were going to die tomorrow. I would say, okay, we're skipping school tomorrow. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Gosh, I, that freaked me out. That's why I need to have a Ouija board. So I'm not freaked out by him. I need to experience it. Yeah. Can we get a Ouija board? No. No, it's the ice monster. Ice Alright, let's check this out. We're gonna we're gonna go through some Yahoo answers now. Oh no. Here. Read. Wait, hold on. Oh no, why wait. <laughs> so I'm gonna play the video. I have it on mute. Play the video and then just read what it says. Okay. Yahoo answers about Ouija boards. Are you ready? What is a Wega board? <laughs> How do you make a Ouija board work? How do you feel about Ouija boards? How does an Ojo board work? How can we do plan shit without Ouija board? <laughs> is it dangerous to play OIG board? Ouija board? Ouija's board is cussing me out. Is the Ouija board online fake or real? Is the Ouija a real game? How do we able to play Ouija board? <laughs> How can I find if there was a ghost in my house without using a weggy board? <laughs> a wiggy board game? What happens? Am I just being an idiot or am I completely connect- Whoa, quiche board? What? Wow, weg board. Is that how you spell the evil game thing? <laughs> well, that's my favorite wow wag. Oh, is that the end of the video? Luigi board? The Luigi board? Making a Luigi board? <laughs> Have you played the Luigi board? Can you burn a Luigi board? <laughs> what, what is a Luigi board? My friends did a Luigi board and they mentioned me. Please help. How do Luigi boards work? A Luigi board's dangerous if you ask them about a ghost? What's up with a Luigi board game? Is it creepier? What is it possible to die for playing a game? Ah, oh, speed racer! Help! Luigi boards! Queeja boards! Queeja boards! Ouija board <laughs> examples. We Wega board, please help. Help. Wega board. <laughs> Wega board, please help. <laughs> oh, please. How do we how do, how to use a wedgie board? Do wedgie board really work? Where do I obtain a wedgie board? Do I have to make my own wedgie or can I get it from a witch or a vegan? <laughs> vegan. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the end of that. That was really fast. Was, wait, wait. Then the end is round. ghost, ghost, ghost. <laughs> ghost, ghost, ghost. Oh, Yahoo answers. <laughs> Did something special. That's wedgie a, board's my favorite. Wedgie board. I've had a wedgie board before. Oh no, that's too bad. Did you? Were you sitting on a fence? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, All right, and then for the end of the episode. Let's do the five fast facts. In 1993, a jury used a Ouija board, a Weggy board, a Wooji board, Wooja, Wedgie, Wooji, <laughs> to convict a man on a double homicide. And it was later thrown out 
as Ouija board answers are not accepted in the court of law. So <laughs> they, they asked the Ouija board if the guy did it. It said yes. Um, actually, they were tr- he was tried again. Right. And uh, they didn't use the Ouija board, and he was convicted That again. you know of. <laughs> I feel like maybe, I'd probably maybe. use it, you know, like get one of those magic eight balls. I don't know. I don't know. I might have to do jury duty, so maybe I should. Maybe we should buy one to help with the law. Okay. Bill Wilson told his advisor and priest, Father Dowling, that the spirit of a 15th century monk named Boniface helped him come up with the structure for Alcoholics Anonymous. So he founded Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> From a Ouija board? Using a Ouija board. Okay. Make, I, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Oh, I have this one. Actually, this one I'm going to double down. So Zozo is a demon that you can... It, it, some of the rules, it said, if you talk to somebody, their name is Zozo, say goodbye right away. Because a de- like if you talk to the Ouija board and we're like, what's its name? And it says Zozo. Is that uh-huh. what you're saying? Yeah, and if and it says if you do that, then you should uh, you should end the conversation because he's a known he'll ruin your life, whatever. So additional search term Zozo. Okay. But Zozo was the original name for Curious George. There you go. Demon. Uh, it's, like, it's unrelated. I think it's just a coincidence. Mandela effect. Does Curious George have a tail or not? Uh, uh. No, no, he doesn't. Over a five-month period in 1944, a single New York department store sold 50,000 boards. Yeah, in 1944, that was a lot. Like, the next year they sold, like, 2 million, I think is... Something like that. Not total? the same. Uh, total. Uh, yeah, total. But in 1945, to sell 2 million Ouija boards is pretty impressive. Yeah. Gee, well, I'm sure a lot of bad things were happening at that time. A lot of people were dying. Yeah, in they World said War actually II. there's been a resurgence of Ouija board popularity because all the bad shit going on right now that people are back to the supernatural and superstitious, which is why we have so many ghost shows. Yay. Weird. And, uh,. Megan helped me with these, uh, come up with these ones, so we're not going to do any additional search terms, but the last one, I'll let you read. Okay, Waluigi is the best Nintendo character and should appear in the new Smash Brothers, god damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Waluigi! Waluigi, yes. Which is Um, also my Instagram name, Waluigi! Yeah, there you go. Speaking of Instagram, uh, we'd appreciate you going over there and following our page. At Clear History Podcast. And otherwise, uh, you know, check out the website. Leave us a review if you like our show on iTunes or whatever. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, get a Ouija board. (laughs) No, don't. Do it.